0: well hello internet friends near and far welcome to another episode of parks and conversation we're in the home stretch we've only got this episode and two more after it before we're all finished with this delightful show about Pawnee Indiana my name is Jason I'm joined all the way across town by uh the power of the internet by my friend Jeremy say hello Jeremy Hey how's it going Jason? It is going well. It is a uh, as we're recording this it is about to be fall officially and it is a beautiful day
1: so oh, how, how are you today i'm I'm well i'm I'm well I, uh, I i have i don't can you explain something to me because today's episode is all about learning I think uh-huh. and uh, next the next episode is the penultimate episode. correct Why do we have a separate word for like the the episode or the thing game episode thing that comes before the final like like it feels like second place penultimate mm-hmm. it's not the ultimate it's almost ultimate yes. I just feel like why 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 even call that out why is that a thing Jeremy learn me I
0: don't know <laughs> oh okay but latin is fun so these are all latin things um yeah i don't know we have So many languages in the world and the good news is um we don't have to know all of them and we don't have to make apologies for them you know it's like hey that's
1: german's problem that's latin's problem there's probably a word for that i just that's german's problem (laughs) yeah the germans have a word for their (laughs) problem (laughs) deutschen friday <laughs> uh mein, mein baden <laughs> <laughs> yeah something like that anyway yeah, yeah no and so well and we don't have to worry about it right now because it's, this is, is though, not the penultimate episode, episode
0: this episode would be the anti penultimate episode
1: wait are you being serious yeah i'm serious that's what this is called yep third third to last yep because <laughs> wow. it's
0: anti is before uh-huh the penultimate before the pen, but before the penultimate episode <laughs> so, wow, yeah. yeah, it's pretty great. And now, as I said, Latin, I realized that it might actually be Greek, but anyway, it, it's all, it's Greek all bad to me. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, the only reason I know about that and penultimate and antepenultimate are things is because of Greek class in Bible school, uh-huh. uh, th- knowing where the accent is. <laughs> is important. It's finally it's finally paying off. Yeah, um, it's about time. I haven't used Greek in 23
1: years. <laughs> You're welcome. It's not true. Uh, I'm I just like, glad we opened the episode with this. This is yeah, fascinating. I mean, yeah.
0: so people who were like, I love comedy shows. I love people who talk about comedy shows. <laughs> yeah. They're like riding on their exercise <laughs> bike. They're yeah. running in the streets or they're just doing the dishes, making dinner for their family. I don't know what they're doing. And they're like, yeah, I was wondering about that penultimate. Mm-hmm. An anti penultimate situation as well. So I'm glad we so- solved that. But you know who's not wondering about anything in life just happens to him? Uh, Andy Dwyer. I was going to say Bird Happley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also true. Also acceptable. Maybe true.
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah, so this episode is a fun episode how i'm gonna start
1: <laughs> okay
0: it, it is fun yeah uh, it is all basically the last episode of johnny karate super uh, magical was it all uh it's johnny phenomenal. karate super awesome musical explosion show yeah and this is the public access show that andy has been running uh for three years now we're not really sure how long he's been doing this but it is a way to book more concerts is what I feel like the whole thing is. Um, it's
1: and, good gig if you can get it.
0: Yeah. And when we learned about his con uh, contract negotiations several episodes ago, I mean, he was only getting paid a hundred bucks and he had to drive everybody home. He had to clean the, the, he had to do janitorial <laughs> duties. Uh, he wrote, acted, directed, produced every, built all the sets for everything. Uh, you know, and so a hundred bucks seems like a pretty good deal to him yeah and you know the show actually looks a lot better than what i would think andy could do for a hundred dollars uh knowing that it was all his responsibility so that's where the budget went they didn't have to pay him oh so the budget really went into set design that's a good deal that's a good deal So yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So Jeremy, what are your impressions on this episode?
1: Yeah. I, like you said, this is, this is a fun episode. Um, and everybody was involved except for Tom. Um, and yeah, most of the original cast is here. And yeah, I just, I think that the, the premise of this is really fun. Um, With it being his actual show, I think the commercials are hilarious and a nice break from the kind of saccharine sweetness of his show. And then um, but then it also kind of sets up. It's like this last breath of, you know, before we get into the, the final, the penultimate and ultimate. Mm hmm. Pro ultimate? I don't know. I don't know how it works. ultimate. Yeah, just ultimate, like frisbee. And so, so yeah, yes, I think it's that just, is the last frisbee. This <laughs> is the, the final frisbee. And uh, you know, well, that's what they ate their cereal out of when they first got married. Yeah, it all comes I just, around. Yeah, and like a boomerang, like a, like a boomerang, which is just a weirdly shaped frisbee. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I think this is a really fun show and it kind of gets away from the major plot lines and uh, just is goofy and silly like Andy. So what about you? I feel like you, you, you're, uh, you said this is fun and that's all I'll say. And there was a little bit of an ominous, had a little bit of an ominous tone to it.
0: Yeah. I think it's fun. I enjoyed it the first time I watched it and the second and third and probably the fourth and fifth as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But now, Just watching it, it's like this this episode really exists just to have that moment of like catharsis for April and Andy. And April feels bad that they're moving, and Andy's leaving this thing he loves. And it's like, but I love you more, Mm -hmm. right? Like that is that's what we want to get to with Andy, who most of his most of his arc has been human golden retriever, but also kind of selfish. Because he just does what he wants. Right. And now he's actually like saying, no, no, we're partners here, April. And you're finally finding something that you want to do. And I want to go with you on that adventure. Like that's, that's great. I love that part. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also then feels like this weird clip show kind of vibe with guest hosts <laughs> or guest stars. Yeah. That is like, I don't, just, I feel like they're just trying to do so much in this episode. And it feels a little, feels a little rushed. Like I would like to have had more of Johnny Karate instead right. of just this like totally out of the blue thing.
1: Like if we had seen other like not like episodes or parts of episodes before setting up some of the segments and and just kind of or maybe more of his life, and it just felt like this is what he's been doing this entire time. Like these are all of the segments and we gotta show you what they are to fill in the gaps for the last two to three years that this is, this is what he's been doing. Yeah. And this is the first time you're seeing it though. Yeah. So I, we didn't even know he had a show
0: until two episodes ago when he's doing his contract negotiations. Right. So it's like, but this is a major part of his life. (laughs) So, um, what's going on here? Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so it's it's fine, but the best part of it for me really is the I love the commercials so much. Yeah, because again, it is more of the world of Pawnee mm-hmm. that I love. So, um, so I didn't even really know how to approach talking about the show because <laughs> it's all everybody's all there. Um, and I mean the I don't like just going through and like like hitting the lines and the jokes is kind of one of those things where it's just like. I don't know. Like it doesn't, this show actually doesn't move the story forward. No. Until the very end of the episode. And so, yeah, it is, uh, yeah, it's weird. I do like, uh, you know, just the way that, uh, yeah, I like that Pert Hapley is the announcer for some reason. Uh, And, um, you know, when he's talking about, the, his show that's all about learning music, animals, fireworks, water skis, and above all, ice cream, pizza, ninjas, getting stronger, <laughs> sharks versus bears, and above all, karate. There's two above alls,
1: right? <laughs> which is pretty great. much, pretty much sounds, And not, not only that, but after the first above all, there's more things. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a
0: uh, – yeah, the show – I feel like – okay, this is what it is, Jeremy. I feel like this episode, trying to get into – the world of Johnny Karate is trying to do too much with also like the ending of Johnny Karate. Oh, much right. like the way that the Johnny Karate Super Awesome Musical Explosion show feels like it's always trying to do too much based on the ex- explanation that Andy gives about what this show's all about above all.
1: <laughs> so so it's perfect.
0: I guess so. Yeah, it's the perfect episode. Thank you.
1: You really brought me around on this one. You did it. I You just led yourself to the water. I think the... I'm the horse
0: (laughs) who taught myself to drink and led myself to the water.
1: Yeah. I was just standing on the other side of the shore going, and it's over here. The truth is you were the wind beneath my wings.
0: (laughs) Fly, fly, horsey fly. Yeah. Yeah. Like little Sebastian. Yeah. Uh, Your 5,000 candles. So, uh, but the, the story of the episode is somebody has stolen uh, Andy's guitar Johnny Karate's guitar. And so they call in special agent Burt Macklin and I do love the uh the credits transition for Burt Macklin uh action star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's pretty great. Um and uh when he's on the phone he <laughs> just saying I don't give a crap Batman you work for me increase the
1: perimeter what <laughs> yeah cuz in in his world Batman's just a beat cop <laughs> that's just you know right. stringing stringing a police line tape around things right like the real superhero is Andy who runs the superheroes
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. so um yeah and then Donna is the commissioner chief she's the chief the, the chief of police uh who's and, dressed up like a regular cop right <laughs> uh and <laughs> if we don't get the guitar back the piece in iraq will be canceled
1: yeah uh, that is one of the funny things about this episode is how every situation is like so it's not just funny it's beyond ridiculous like it's just so, so far s- it's so strange <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I
0: love Donna's little cameo here as the chief of police. He's like, all right, I'm on it. Uh, and, uh, (laughs) so, uh, and Bert is like a noir character. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so there's a little talking to the camera. I'm drowning in the adult end of the pool and the lifeguards off in the bathroom pooping (laughs) and all the kids start laughing. And Andy's like, yeah, that's good. (laughs) He's delighted by his own line. Right um and so yeah so
1: he's gonna try to solve this um and because the guitar is worth just shy of a billion dollars <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> which is amazing um how do you even insure something like that that's the real question and like if it's stolen you know the responsible thing would be to file a claim
1: right <laughs> that would, that would be an excellent episode. Hey kids, today we're going to learn how to file a claim. <laughs> this is something that you will actually have to learn how to do children. Um, because
0: not all your friends are going to come and teach you how to do science and stuff. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, the, like people complain about all the stuff we learned in high school. And it's like, no one ever taught me how to budget. <laughs> right, like, I actually need to do that. Um, but I, I can find the area
1: of a circle pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so, That'll help with my literal pie. Good. Perfect. Yeah. Come on now.
0: <laughs> my, pie is amazing. Um, anyway, so... Fills, fills the cracks of the heart. It does. It does. It does. Uh, yeah, so the punishment for whoever stole this is going to be a one-way ticket to the Funky Monkey Dunk tank. And, uh, and so then... Yeah, so then they go into the song uh, about punching boredom boredom in its stupid face. Uh, yeah, it's so good. There's some good songs here, uh, and so Andy tells everybody it's his final show, and everybody's all sad. And um, you know, when they call in Bert Macklin, that all the kids put on their sunglasses, but there's one kid. In yeah. a <laughs> la- lab coat
1: <laughs> professor. He's a Professor Big Brain fan
0: <laughs> Yeah, and so we haven't gotten to Professor Big Brain yet But uh, yeah, so it's... Uh- it's pretty great. And so Andy is explaining to the kids he's going to move to Washington, D.C. Um, and uh, looking at this, the cool things there, like this White House and this mental institution, which is the <laughs> Smithsonian Institute. <laughs> uh, and uh, the Lincoln Memorial uh, and the crazy statue of the giant monster sitting on a chair
1: that represents all of America's enemies. And I think those are the <laughs> funniest jokes for Andy, like almost through his entire arc, is just how wrong he is about things. And yeah. yet, and yet, well, maybe, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense.
0: Well, but this, he's saying this on an educational children's program, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> like in theory, this is for the children and, uh, the children are not benefiting from this at all. No, this is because he's a
1: giant kid. This is the blind leading the blind essentially. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, yeah, so he's going to be moving there and, uh, April comes out to talk to the folks. Um, I'm sorry, who? April. Legate april karate, karate dwyer, dwyer. <laughs> so um and so they start with a april every, all of andy's friends have their own little segments which is fun um and so one of them it, april has an animal corner and uh, she brought out a goliath birdie tarantula um and they pull up the the sheet and it's missing from the little plastic cage thing terrarium and Andy's like, I don't know what happened. I took it out to play hide and seek. I couldn't find it. And oh, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's one of their favorite segments. Loose animal in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> and then they play this uh, uh, disclaimer or they have to run this disclaimer on the screen. And all the while Andy's going, boring. Here's a disclaimer. I didn't read this disclaimer.
1: <laughs> and my, that favorite, is- my, my favorite one is good point when they're it's scrolling it's scrolling up, but his finger is going down.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So the disclaimer happens, and he's like, "Okay, kids. So be look look out for uh, the Goliath bird-eating tarantula, uh, and April's also known as
1: the devil's fist." <laughs> Bye, kids. Now, now, do you think? Do you think that they got that from their connections with the government in Venezuela?
0: Oh, you think April is still working with Johnny, the in- Venezuelan intern? I do maybe like send, me, send me a spider send me a giant spider yeah and like she and he's like From your country venezuela i will if you will love me forever and move to my one of my many intern palaces
1: <laughs> and, we'll
0: see. and she's like mm. send the spider first yeah uh maybe maybe uh-huh. i don't know how you would get that big of a spider uh uh
1: just like in the mail like, you send a box of bananas oh my I gosh think- Yes. Yeah. Right. Any box of bananas that comes from Venezuela has spiders in it. That's what I've heard.
0: Okay. Pause. <laughs> okay. <laughs> time out. Saved by the bell style. Um, when we were children, when you, we were, we, you and me, we were young. We did not know each other at the time. <laughs> we didn't. know, But we both knew about dialing for dollars. Absolutely. Right. Okay. I remember watching a movie called Tarantula. Do you remember this movie? It was on Dialing for Dollars. Yeah. And the tarantulas came to America in a box of bananas. Yeah. And that has... Messed me up <laughs> for my whole life. Like any, like you go to Costco and like uh, they've got all those bananas on pallets.
1: You're like, you're like how many spiders? By by <laughs> probability, how many spiders are in this area right now?
0: How many people are going to die a horrific eighties tarantulas death because we just put all these bananas in one place? And as uh, Dr. Malcolm from Jurassic Park says, you didn't you you asked if you could before you asked if you should and now we're all going to die.
1: Oh, just just sending just sending spiders all over the world. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, I remember it was so it was so good. I love those old creature features. And it wasn't
0: even that old. It was an 80s movie. Right? It was like it was in color. It was like they tried here recently to make this movie and it ended up on dialing for dollars. <laughs> and, and over and over again, guy would call art would call people and no one would be home.
1: <laughs> well, it looks like our jackpot just went up another $50. We'll try again tomorrow. Or $10 or whatever it was. They didn't yeah, have but, a big budget. No. It's like this guy is – it's the same level of programming as
0: Andy's show. <laughs> the whole been, thing is we're going to play a movie and then I'm going to prank call some people. <laughs> well, it's been 17 weeks and the pot's up to $45. Let's see who's going to win today. Yeah. And like only people home during summer are kids. And like are you over 18? <laughs> Why are you asking me that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And the elderly. Who
0: who are you? Are you watching this? No, I'm watching my stories. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) On timeout. Venice We're back. so um yeah so they uh, are gonna go they're tasking the kids to solve andy's problem uh and so they're going to that's smart. yes uh so they're going to do the um five karate moves to success you're going to learn something they're going to karate chop something and then they'll try something new even if it's scary for you um and then they'll have some fun being nice to someone because that's the johnny karate way uh so the first one is to make something and so they meet with ron who his character's name is carpenter ron and i do love that his personality translates across the you know real life into his role um when andy says how are you doing ron's response is my contract is very specific i do not have to answer that question (laughs) uh so so they're going to make a shadow box frame uh with american cherry wood And so a shadow box frame is like a picture frame, but it's deeper and you could set things up in a way where they would, there would be shadows is my understanding. Um, Oh, it's not where you keep your shadows.
1: I that's confusing to me.
0: No. Like if Peter Pan had a shadow box and he just like kept his shadow in there, like the whole story would have gone of way different. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, that's why you need Carpenter Ron in your life
0: yeah so uh it's out of american cherry wood and andy's like hmm i have one question and ron's response no it does not taste like cherry (laughs) and you cannot eat it he's like i wasn't going to eat it i was going to lick it (laughs) uh so uh yeah and andy's reminder to the kids when you find something new you must lick it before you eat it Mm -hmm. And and that is incorrect in a number of ways um yeah so transition then to the next one uh Oh, Andy wants to hug Carpenter Ron, and Ron freaks out. You are mistaken. Remove the graphic. Uh, And then the next- He he wipes away the air above him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, listener, and Jeremy, you can't see me, but I actually started wiping away the air above No, I did too when I said that. (laughs) I'm like waving right now. I'm I'm doing it right now. Just like, Uh, wipe, wipe, wipe. uh, And then the next thing is to learn something. And so they go to Professor SmartBrain, which is- uh, Ben is Professor Smart Brain. And Ben's like, listen, I know this is our last show, and I don't know if you got my email, but after that maybe we could not use the boring buzzer. And uh, and Andy uses the boring buzzer as he's saying that. <laughs> Come on, man. So they're going to learn about geography. And uh, and so Ben's like, which which way would be the fastest way to get to Washington, D.C.? You could go airplane, train, or car. Now, as you can see, airplane is the fastest. And he's mm-hmm. like, wow. Not the fastest. What about teleporting? (laughs) Uh, And uh, Ben's like, well, teleportation is impossible. It's about theoretical physics. And then hit the boring buzzer. (laughs) Ben's like, you asked me to do this. (laughs) 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 And then Jerry shows up as uh, Mailman Barry. And so he uh, brought over 500 letters from kids, asking him in April to stay and... This is where we start to see April start to feel bad when he's mm-hmm. like, oh, did you, babe, did you hear that? Uh, and then Jerry starts reading his own letter to Andy. <laughs> and he's like, dearest Andy, I've never had a son of my own. And I just want you to know that for the past 10 years, and then Andy's like, it's time to karate chop something. Ninjas attack. And all the ninjas oh. come and they <laughs> oh, attack geez. mailman Barry. Uh, and so, yeah, so that was fun. And Andy says, remember now, never attack a real postal employee. <laughs> That's responsible. Yeah. It's good um, advice. I mean, how many of these kids, though, probably, like, it was two years in before, like, legal finally caught up to Andy. <laughs> like, I recognize you don't actually use your email, Andy, and um, you only read memos from that are written on your arm. So, legal's like, tell people not to attack male personnel.
1: That's uh, what dogs are for.
0: Yeah. So... Um, so then the next person is, uh, they're going to try something new and it's with Leslie. Um, and so she comes out and she's excited. Uh, she's going to teach, Leslie's going to teach everybody how to be brave. Um, and her whole thing is that she's going to be brave by taking over hosting the show and it's going to turn into, uh, Johnny Karate, Andy Dwyer, this is your life. And Andy is like happy, but very confused because he's like, I usually have a script of what to say. And I don't know what to say. Like, I literally don't know what to say. And um, it's kind of a nightmare. Um, And so uh, April comes out. I was like, well, you leave that to us. Uh, So when we come back, we'll take a look at the journey of Andy Dwyer. Stay tuned. And then it cuts to uh, two commercials. And Pert Happily, uh, intros the commercials by saying, now listen to some words from our sponsors are the words I am saying right now. <laughs> and the first one is Ron, uh, saying hire very good building company for your construction needs or do not. I am not a beggar. And then he just stares at the camera because he bought
1: 30, 30 seconds, seconds of ad
0: time. <laughs> and then he looks at his watch, end of commercial. And then the next one is Ken Hotate, uh, Talking about the the casino, uh, like Wamapoke people have a saying:
1: "Only one who listens hears the cry of the wolf." And this is like a super serious song. Yeah. Like the music, it's yes. it's it's slowly pushing in on him. Yeah, it's very in you know spiritual and inspirational. It, that's how it feels, right? Uh, and he's like, "That advice
0: has been passed down from generation to de- generation." Today, I give that advice to you. Listen for Coinsy the Wolf at Wamapoke <laughs> Casino. Coinsy. <laughs> And this is big head of a wolf <laughs> over the like, slot machine. And it's like uh, twice a day, uh, Coinsy will howl for one lucky vis-
1: uh, mega wolf jackpot. <laughs> and just peeking out <laughs> coins down on this dude. And my favorite part is that the guy is just holding up a cup and he is nonplussed to, to yeah. say the least. Like his face is just like, yep. Happens all the time. I mean, it's twice At a day. Twice if, I a just, day. <laughs> if I just
0: park here for the whole day, I'm going to get two of these. <laughs> coinsy the wolf <laughs> coinsy um, and uh and then the uh his his parting words uh casino slowly taking our money back from white people one quarter at a time okay and uh and then pert happily intros back into the show and uh then leslie is welcoming people back to and um and uh <laughs> jeremy's getting a call everybody uh Whoa. Can you hear? Oh, did you hear the vibration? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like, how do you hear my ringer? Um, oh, I just, I can just sense it. Yeah. So, um, uh, so Leslie's like, when I first met the man standing next to me, he was not a cultural phenomenon. And then he's like, phenomenon means to explore a cave. Nope. <laughs> uh, and so she tells a story about how he fell into a pit. And he's like, I was super wasted. Good <laughs> <laughs> show. Good show, Andy. <laughs> um, and it's like, oh, yeah, good call. So then she starts talking about how like the falling into the pit led him, her to meet. April or Ann, and led to the park and um and and so she's like in a weird way it's I owe it all to you um and uh and he's like and now that the show's ending I'm gonna have to start all over again hopefully there's a pit in Washington DC that I can fall <laughs> into I had a kid um yeah so then she's like he pulled his life together got a job at the shoeshine instead to hit hall became a bureaucratic assistant um and Ben comes out and talks about that and uh and then he, she's, he says he was always enthusiastic he also kept track of his appointments by writing them on his arm and he's like still do it says like final tape final show on his arm um, and, uh, and so they got him as a way to stay on, on track a monogrammed day planner and he's like oh that's so sweet he gives him a hug and as he lets go of the hug it's gone <laughs> he's like I
1: lost it sorry um, which is nope. accurate yeah, yeah. Before the advent of of phones and and email calendars and all that, were you ever a a, a day planner kind of guy? Like in high well, school slash college, did you? No. Map out your days with when assignments were due and no me- meetings and whatnot? <laughs> no, I just every
0: day was the same when I was in high school, right? And so it was not hard to manage. Like,
1: what do I do after fourth period? Right. Once you get through the first week of knowing when all of the periods are, you're like, all right, cool. Got this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was not good at that. But now I do. (laughs) I'm I am very on top of all of that. And I actually make my own calendar. (laughs) So like like out of paper. Yeah. I have a journal that I use to like daily planning and stuff, but it's all like dot grid. And so I make it my own daily spread for each each day uh and then at the beginning of every month i make a make my own calendar <laughs> in that journal
1: so i don't I, have problems that's no that's awesome i do you I, use like cut different pens like different colors and stickers and stuff i did for a while uh with
0: different colors and then i forgot what the colors meant so <laughs> <laughs> so i was that's, like that's funny not, i'm just gonna stick with my black <laughs> g2 pen it's the yep. best pen of all time the pilot yeah so not okay. the, not the airplane. <laughs> no, I, I write, I write in my journal with a personal private plane. Um,
1: so yeah. Uh, were you that way? Were you the calendar person? No, I've tried so many times. And I, and like Andy, I've lost several. Um, I, yeah, I, this wasn't a setup to like, I don't have any interesting planner stories, but, um, <laughs> does anybody, think, well, I, I mean, people, let who me tell them, you about my... this time I was jamming
0: on my planner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no nope (laughs) (laughs) that's leslie's hobby jamming on my planner jamming on my planner (laughs) for who's your date (laughs) (laughs) tom's middle tom n haverford n stands for nerd (laughs) his favorite movie is books uh that was a classic uh so um yeah so they keep going here and uh leslie uh Talks, continue talking about his, his life says, uh, from then when Andy went on to England for a few months to work for a nonprofit and he met, uh, and befriended the 14th Earl of Cornwall upon Thames, Sir Edgar Covington. And so Eddie comes out and Eddie is, uh, played by, oh, I can never remember his name. Do you have it pulled up? Nope. Because my computer oh, right. got hijacked yeah. by the internet. Yeah, listener, you missed a couple minutes. Um, and Wouldn't so say I missed it. Yeah. So he, uh, but he was uh, one of the Nova Corps in Guardians of the Galaxy. There and you go. And around the same time that Andy was filming Guardians of the Galaxy, is when he was working in England. Um, and so that 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 was a nice benefit uh, and, of and, the Guardians schedule.
1: Yeah. And was was uh, the guy from Let's Make a Deal his sword bearer was it yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure it was jonathan magnum oh funny
0: yeah i so yeah so he has a sword why does he have a sword jeremy um
1: to bestow upon andrew dwyer the esteemed a uh, title of knight knight of the order of the british empire yeah and then ben's yeah. like wait can you do that
0: yeah. He's like, well, I'm rich so I can do it. The queen lets me do what I want. Uh, and then he's like, would you like to be knighted? And he's like, oh, y- oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's Andy's day. And he's like, dude, I don't mind. Oh, then yes, please knight me. <laughs> and so I love the way that Eddie does the stuff. So he takes the sword out of the scabbard and just drops the scabbard. Chucks it. And his picker up guy comes and picks it up. And then, so he dubs them knights. And uh, while he's doing that, Ben is saying, yes, knight you please. And uh, winter's coming for Ser Ben Lightstorm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he already has his, his Game of Thrones fanfic name. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, so he
0: knights them and then he just drops the sword also. Wait,
1: this is so much fun. <laughs>
0: so uh yeah so then uh andy's uh, less is like friend coworker, musician husband andy dwyer and andy leans over sir andy dwyer uh has become so many for so many people but his greatest creation was yet to come a salute to johnny karate when we come back so it is a commercial um that jumps to uh, <laughs> i love this one uh <laughs> it's like we know what you want healthy natural food that still tastes great and we're here to tell you it doesn't exist. Healthy food is for suckers. It tastes like garbage, and if you say it, you like it, you're a chump and a liar. Be honest. This is what you want to eat, and it's like this big old burger. It's amazing. What's in it? Who cares? How many calories? Shut up. It's awesome. <laughs> Put it in your body, or you're a nerd. It's like a punch
1: burger. <laughs> so uh, that one I love so much. The cheese is drizzling over the chili <laughs> fries the entire time. Just- yeah piling up and overflowing yeah the burger had like five patties or something ridiculous yeah,
0: it looked awesome i have been following this one guy on instagram <laughs> do you, you say it looks awesome it does i would eat that yeah, yeah. i would attempt to, to eat that uh but i follow one one food guy on instagram and uh he's always doing like these stitch videos with like massive food things oh yeah And his tagline is, I am never gonna be a skinny man. (laughs) And every video is like, oh, that looks so good. And one was like a like uh pizza, like little, like a a a pizza where somebody cut out the with like a six-inch circle thing, like a biscuit mold, right? They cut out like a section of the pizza and then like put that on the griddle. Okay. And they made a smash burger. (laughs) And then they so they cut out two of those pizza rounds, and then they actually made the pizza bun that they talked about at the Unity concert, <laughs> where I had a cheeseburger. Where both both of the buns were pizzas, and I was like, "It's happening! It's real!"
1: The only thing I can think of right now is, what do they do with the rest of the pizza? Um, they just have a bigger pizza with two holes in it. Well, those are handles. <laughs> <laughs> It's, no. a poncho, it's a pizza poncho. You just, yeah, just put your, your arms in sleeves, and you just wear
0: pizza to protect you. It's a bib. It's a pizza yeah. bib. Yeah, I don't, I don't see what the problem is here,
1: Jeremy. No, nothing now. Now that we figured it out. Yeah, but if you're I already—if you're already greasy, you can't get more greasy. Yeah. So I don't want to get non grease on me. Right.
0: I want to get clean. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so it comes back from this commercial for Paunch Burger, and it is, uh, talking about Mouse Rat and, uh, Burley is like, no one was really doing what we were doing, but actually we were just basically playing covers of Dave Matthews songs. <laughs> <laughs> so so I guess I guess you, guess you could say here. Dave Matthews <laughs> was doing what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, it also then cuts to Rivers who like playing in Mouse Rat that brought such joy to so many people truly was a mitzvah. I should mention I'm a rabbi now. <laughs> and when the band broke up, he said, I'm going back to rabbinical school. <laughs> right. So, um, good callback, but, uh, who's not in this little documentary is, uh, is the bass player who is also one of the writers and producers of the show. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I don't know why they didn't include him, but maybe cause he's not that funny of an idea. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just hang out with Tom. Who knows? maybe, maybe. Um and then per for the full documentary, go to and now back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, so Leslie talks about uh the struggles and one of those moments that he was struggling with. Uh and Angela, like, well I would have chugged that whole gallon of milk and had I not started puking out of nowhere. <laughs> Uh, and so, let's like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Trying to become a police officer. And so, uh, the uh, officer comes out to um, give Andy a honorary police badge. Yeah, and Andy's like, oh man, I'm an actual cop now. And he's like, no, you're not. Give me your gun and your handcuffs too. And it's like, no, no. Um, so, it, and uh, yeah, so the... Leslie is like, and now that you're an official police officer and the officer again, it says, he's not, I want to make that clear. He's not, (laughs) you you should be able to solve the case of the missing guitar. So grab your clue and head over to professor smart brain. And so they, um, goes over with the little piece of fabric that was found at the scene and gives it to, uh, professor smart brains. Like, look at it under your telescope, (laughs) which it's a microscope. Um, and, uh, and so, oh, it's, Got some kind of tiny initials. G J C it's like President Jimmy Carter stole my guitar.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but why? <laughs> so he uh, could play songs after building a house.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. If I had a hammer. Um, so uh yeah, so Ben's like, no, it's not uh not John Jimmy Carter. Um and then out of nowhere, open the door, who comes through? John Cena. I mean, I'm I'm amazed we could actually see him. Yeah. Um, He's like, the champ is here. (laughs) Hi, kids. And Andy's like, oh, man, John Cena in the house. John Cena, you're my hero. And he's like, wait, you're Andy? Uh, From the information I just, I got, I just assume you were like 10 years old. (laughs) He's like, thank you. (laughs)
1: Because he's probably a make a wish, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's probably how they got him out to right. come here with his guitar. Um, and, uh, and John Cena says, thank you so much, man, for bringing martial arts and music to all the children. Uh, and Andy starts arresting him. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, gotcha. Got me. He's like, what? He, and the officer's like, he got my cuffs. <laughs>
1: um, and uh, And instead... It's his it says planner. He's like, What's this? Yeah. Instead of his cuffs, it was the planner that he lost. It was great. Yeah.
0: So and like, John Cena, you're a great inspiration, a true hero, and this is the greatest moment of my life, but you're going down. You stole Johnny Karate's guitar. And he's like, I didn't steal this. I'm I'm just doing this as a favor. You're going to the dunk tank, bud. And he's like,
1: I don't want to go in the dunk tank. Shut up uh is anybody in charge <laughs> <laughs> and, and ben's just standing like they're all just standing there watching like nope not yeah. really that guy <laughs> this giant child in a uh, gi. yeah it's so good
0: and so and uh so they're taking over to the dunk take and uh and let's like and now it's time to celebrate andy's greatest creation johnny karate who has brought so much joy and happiness to the children in south southern indiana uh that we want to <laughs> we want a part a piece of Johnny Karate to stay here in Pawnee and um and so Donna comes out with Ron playing saxophone and they start singing everybody was kung fu fighting and they have this gi and they're going to raise it up to the rafters (laughs) and uh um you know like they're retiring his jersey and uh and And he's like, this is so amazing. Can you believe it? And he's looking at, at April, like, can you believe it, babe? And, uh, April is getting more and more emotional. And, and unless he's like that, this guy will stay here forever. Well, not here because the studio actually has a show where divorced people work out their problems. So that might be weird, (laughs) but somewhere and the spirit will stay with us. Uh, and so there's one more commercial break and, uh, (laughs) this, this one's also great. Uh, What powers us? What gives us the tools to attain our goals, face our fears, take that next step into the unknown? It's
1: energy. And it's just a montage of of stock like video yeah Yeah, of like windmills and all kinds of
0: different stuff (laughs) verizon exxon and chipotle are proud to announce (laughs) a cross-platform merger of our three great brands whether it's extending your 6g coverage drilling natural gas out of the shale or perfecting the chicken quesadilla (laughs) we will give you the energy to get you to the next level and with enough energy america Nothing can stop us. The all-new Verizon Chipotle Exxon, proud to be one of America's eight companies. <laughs> and it is just so true. The oh man, I, I was doing some research on like Nabisco. Did you know oh. Nabisco is owned by Pepsi? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, how? What? Why? um so yeah all of this like disney owns everything that if you're watching it is like owned by disney now mm-hmm. uh it's craziness um
1: yeah if you ever get a chance look up the illusion of choice like just just the, there's a and then click on images there's a graphic that's been around for years and it's it's got like yeah like five different companies and seeing all the companies that they own it's yeah. pretty mind-boggling like yeah. You think, and you think that there's all these brands out there, they're really only owned by a couple companies. Right. And like ca- competitors. <clears throat> like you right. go to the grocery store and there's yeah. like two
0: brands of cookies. And you're like, well, I'm more of a, this kind of cookie person. And it's like, well, they don't care because they're both owned by Megacorp LLC. Right. So I
1: don't know what LLC stands for. Um, Limited liability company. Thank you. Yeah. It's a learning day. Uh, we're all learning something. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Verizon, Chipotle, Exxon—best. That was my favorite commercial. It
0: did feel it was the most surprising of all of it. Like we're merging, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like these three companies are so different. Um, and I wonder who is the the top? Like
1: who's leading the charge on this? Grizzle you think it's grizzle yeah they own they probably bought all of them all three of them yeah and creating vertical integration yeah probably just let me drink lemon um
0: <laughs> so uh so they come back to the show and uh and he's like i'd like to say a special thank you uh to anyone who's ever worked on the show uh it's been the greatest job i've ever had and today's been the best day of my life and that's saying something i once found a rock that looked exactly like santa claus <laughs> hat and everything um, and so he thanks Carpenter Ron and Professor T- Professor Smart Brain. Karate chopped old man Barry's face, uh, and did something new, even if it's scary to us. With Leslie Nope, at least one more thing. The most important one: be nice to someone. And there's a graphic: be nice to someone. And uh, and he's like the one who needs it the most. My wife April Ludgate karate Dwyer, Come on out here and uh, he calls her out, and she just runs away. And Andy follows her. And this is where having a uh, documentary crew is better than having a TV crew Mm -hmm. because the TV cameras would not be able to follow them into the hall this way. Um, And April is like, I feel terrible. Uh, Every week the show is an amazing train wreck and you love doing it and you're the best host. Um, And even better than my all-time favorite host, Tom Snyder, which is crazy. (laughs) So that is a reference (laughs) that I appreciate every time because Tom Snyder he was a good host but he was on very late and a long time ago mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's like uh you really got to know about Tom Snyder um and so she feels bad that they're leaving and it's it's her fault um and and Andy's like no you are what i love the only reason i have any of this is because of you you believed in me and supported me you make me happy happier than i ever thought i could be all right without you I wouldn't be anything you're what keeps me going you're my Verizon Chipotle Exxon (laughs) 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 so much Uh, that I love because it's like that everybody is on board with this Verizon Chipotle Exxon thing like this merger is happening and like yeah it, it is what keeps us going
1: yeah this is the new this is the new normal
0: yeah so um and then, yeah, so April is encouraged by this and, uh, and she says, well, that was a very good, be nice to someone. And he's like, I did it. <laughs> now I can go finish the show. <laughs> uh, and so it ends with a, uh, with them singing the song, um, about the Johnny Karate way. Um, and, uh, I'm not going to sing the song and, uh, yeah. It was uh, it was good, and then as the song is ending, uh, we hear John Cena is like, "Guys, guys, guys, tarantula!" and the the G- Goliath tarantula is cl- crawling across the ridge of the dunk tank, um, and he's like, "Can somebody get me out of here, please?" and April goes over. And it's like, "I'll help you, John Cena," <laughs> and hits the dunk tank button, and he falls into the water. End of Johnny Karate Super Magical Awesome Explosion Hour Extravaganza, whatever it's called. So. Yeah, so that's that episode. Boom, it happened. The end. <laughs> so your favorite commercial is the Chipotle one. Yeah, Ver Sotle. <laughs> uh I I really do think my favorite is the wamapo <laughs> commercial.
1: Coinsy <laughs> <Quincy>. Coinsy <laughs> I think if it's, it weren't for the name Coinsy, <laughs> it's so great. It's right there. <laughs> Oh man. Um, And the howling and the coin
0: (laughs) waterfall of coins. Like, it's so great. It's all so good.
1: What's in it? Shut up. (laughs) You're a nerd. (laughs) You know, you want it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Those are great commercials.
0: So, yeah. I mean, it is a good, it's a diversion away from the normal storytelling
1: method of this show. Right. I get it. Um, And everything's been felt like, like like i feel like they wrapped up all their main story arc like the big big story arcs and so before we got into the finale like the the last two episodes this was kind of like our last just kind of ridiculous one but it still also felt like a bit of a finale like it wrapped up a whole bunch of things with with andy so then mm-hmm. we can kind of get to more of the probably the top tier characters yeah um which they again wrap up so yeah it was just a fun episode
0: yeah uh, yeah it was fun not my, not my top. Uh, what's it rated on the IMDb? Did you, do you still have that up?
1: I don't. Uh, all, I think I want to say it was eight point three. Eight point three. All right, yeah. that's, that's respectable. Yeah, um, because of then I think in. it was eight point five and then nine point something. I'm so close, you guys. I'm clicking on. I'm using the internet on the. Air. Eight point three, and then 8. 3. 8. four. Mm-hmm. and then nine point five, and then nine point five. That is pretty amazing. Yeah. It's got a banner that says top rated. Top rated. Um, yeah. Next week uh, is two funerals. Then has to appoint a new mayor after Mayor Gunderson dies. And we all remember who Mayor Gunderson was.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. That one. Oh, this episode's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm excited for that one. So, listener, we're coming to the end. So, we would love to hear from you. Uh what are some of your favorite episodes from Parks and Recreation? And why? Please submit your responses to the review section on uh, speedysigns.com, <laughs> which is something that delayed the start of our recording uh, this morning. Uh, looking at the reviews on, was it Speedy Signs or Fast Signs? It. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, go find.
1: Go Vista, find. I think it was Vista Print. Vista Print. There it is. Man, we are nerds. <laughs> How many print shop websites do you guys know about? The, <laughs> all of them. Listener, Maverick Labels is one of my favorite. You know. Listener, go I to
0: zorktees.
1: Oh.
0: If, if, seriously though, listener, if you go to one of these Vista Print places, and leave a review of our show. <laughs> I will give you
1: a free (laughs) high five next time we see each other. So that oh, would man. be uh, that would, 12 just, by 14 just, yard sign. Not quite as good as season seven, episode four <laughs> of parks and conversation. Yeah, please. Somebody, somebody do this
0: oh, and then man. send me
1: a screenshot of your, of your review before <laughs> the internet breaks review. it. Oh my gosh. But no, but seriously, we are, we are wrapping up. I think cause we had talked about doing a, a, a seasonal wrap up show and you guys have heard us talk forever about our favorite parts of these shows, but yeah, it would be fun to hear about any, uh, and even even if you don't talk about an entire episode but just what were some of your your highlights what are some of your favorite parts cuz i think i think you and i will will kind of go through that and just highlight some of our favorite parts and story arcs. so be part of the the final you know conversation and yeah. uh, we'll talk about that we'll we'll talk about your guys' stuff more than our stuff so make sure you would be you, great. you write in and and uh, if not then we're just going to just make stuff up we'll make up listeners it's like a threat no, no, no. I don't want to do that. Like AI, like generated comments? Uh, well, that gave me an idea. No, great. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, if you don't want Jason to create AI generated, like, you know, feelings and thoughts about parts of Parks and Rec, then, then be sure to write in. Because it would be fun to talk about your stuff and chat GPT. It would be fun. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah. So, all right. Well, listener, email us parks and conversation at gmail.com. You can also, uh, like, and review, tell your friends about this. Uh, as was like, Hey, would you start listening to this podcast? It's almost over. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Oh man. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. And- so we'll continue, finish up this episode or this series. Uh, and then, uh, our next one is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Right. And, and there's going to be a rebranding of our show. That will uh, have a different name, and I'm excited for it. Should we tell the people what we're going to call it? Yeah, we we can. I mean, you I, can. we probably already have. I just can't remember. But we're just going to call it Podcast Nine Nine. I love it. So it's, it's perfect. Yeah, I mean that's that's the whole that's the whole vibe. And then when we get to the good place, the good pod <laughs> in the office. The podcast—it's all part of this sure universe. It's a sure thing universe that we're putting together, um, and so yeah. So you're you're in on the ground floor right now as we're finishing up our first series, uh, Rutherford, <laughs> Rutherford, or podcast falls. Oh my gosh, there's so many good ideas. So I have not. I haven't seen that
1: one yet. It's not amazing. Um, he, was, he was part of one where one of the guys. he—he uh, he was helping people get their um, citizenship. There's and I think it only lasted like one season. It wasn't very good either. But yeah, we can kinda in between talk about those. Yeah, it'll be fun. So until then, I'll uh I'll see you in the comment section on VistaPrint.com. Hey, here's a review. <laughs> of what? The show or VistaPrint? Of the show.
0: <laughs> Our show? Well, yeah, okay. Oh man. <laughs> All right. This is a five out of five review. I recently stumbled upon the Parks and Conversation podcast, and it has quickly become one of my favorite sources of inspiration and relaxation. As a nature Aww. enthusiast and avid pet podcast listener, I can confidently say that this show has elevated my appreciation for the great outdoors. Hosted by knowledgeable <laughs> and passionate individuals, Parks and Conversation offers a unique blend of natural history, adventure stories, and insightful discussions. What sets it apart is the genuine sense of wonder and curiosity that the hosts bring to each episode. Their enthusiasm for parks and the environment is contagious, and it ev- it's evident that they've they're driven by a deep love for nature. One of the standout features of this podcast is its commitment to diversity and (laughs) inclusivity. Inclusivity. Hosted by two white guys. It goes beyond (laughs) just showcasing the well-known national parks often exploring local and less visited gems. This approach introduces listeners to a wide range of landscapes and cultures fostering a deeper connection to our planet's natural beauty and its people. The production quality of Parks and Conversation is top notch. The sound design captures the essence of the outdoors, immersing you in the rustling leaves, chirping birds, and rushing waterfalls. It's an auditory treat for anyone who yearns to get away from the hustle and bustle of daily life. Is that Coinsy, the wolf Hero hear back there? Each episode is thoughtfully researched and meticulously presented. Whether it's discussing the history of a particular park, interviewing experts, or sharing personal anecdotes from their adventures, the hosts ensure that every moment is engaging and informative. Even if you're not a seasoned outdoors person, you'll find something to enjoy and learn from in every episode. I also appreciate the podcast promotes responsible outdoor ethics and conserve conservation efforts. It encourages listeners to be mindful of their impact on the environment and to be stewards of the places they visit. This responsible approach aligns perfectly with the values of many nature enthusiasts. How, how long is this? And con- con- I'm almost done. And conservationists. In summary, Parks and Conversation is a delightful podcast that invites you to join a community of nature lovers, explorers, and storytellers. Whether you're an experienced hiker or just someone who enjoys a good story, this podcast has something to offer. It's both educational and entertaining, and it inspires you to get out there and experience the beauty of our world firsthand. I eagerly await each new episode highly recommend it to anyone looking to escape into the great outdoors if only through their headphones that brought to you by chat gpt
1: <laughs> yeah seriously i'm actually glad you kind of like brought that up i don't know if we needed to hear the whole thing but like no know, we did we <laughs> i didn't know how it was gonna end we did not write that we did not post that as a positive review why would somebody like why why this is i i this is chat gpt no i no, I know, but about it's on our show page?
0: No, no. I oh. just said I said I went to ChatGPT. I was like, can you please write a customer review for the podcast Parks <laughs> oh, and Conversation? <laughs> I
1: thought somebody had posted that. No. Oh. Oh my gosh. Uh Parks and Conversation. No, no. No. They just went with the title. Yes. Yeah. And then inferred all of that. Yeah. So y'all.
0: AI and ChatGPT. Is as dumb as we think it is.
1: Well yeah, because it's 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 compiling all of the dumb comments that are out there already. It's not like it can get smarter by using all of our dumbness against us.
0: Yeah. I mean, here's the only thing that can save us from the robot overlords. We're idiots. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, There's no way they can take over. I mean, I mean, dumber than us. Yeah. At least when I'm like an idiot, I know how to stop and say, wait a second. <laughs> I don't think this is what they're talking about. <laughs> or is this review?
1: Nope. <laughs> no. Well, so. I don't know. Write us. You, you, see, now Now the bar's been set. You can write, a, leave a review that is way better than that. Or <laughs> let's see what ChatGPT makes for your reviews. I don't care. Just go <laughs> review <laughs> and post it on Vistaprint.com. <laughs> Until next time. Yeah. All right. I'll see you later. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.